1: And book your free consult today. The following podcast contains explicit language. When we pitched the fix a year ago, did you think it would end with us taking a walk in Central Park after upfront?
0: Yes. Yes, goddammit, I did. Good. <laughs>
1: Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, a podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer
0: and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 18 years, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles.
1: In this episode, we celebrate that our show, The Fix, is going to series on ABC. Yay! Yay! (laughs) We'll talk about
0: why it's important to enjoy the moment. Then we'll sit with our podcast's resident psychic, transformational psychic medium Marla Freeze. And our Hollywood hack will encourage you to stay at that event just a little bit longer. And finally, we had celebrity sightings galore at the ABC upfronts
1: in New York. But first, Sarah, we have a couple of updates.
0: Yes. So first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in each week. And thank you for telling your friends because our numbers are growing. And we know a lot of you are new to the podcast, and we want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's such a great community. We'd love to see you there. Just search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook And click to join the group. And then, Sarah, you know, in response to episode 52,
1: um, where we talked about trust your instincts, Megan wrote and said, I couldn't help but think of the spate of recent news stories about white people calling the cops on black folks innocently hanging out in Starbucks, leaving an Airbnb, napping in their college dorm lounge. And it occurs to me that one of the dangers of listening to your instincts is that it can be really hard to tell the difference between gut instinct and unconscious bias. Removing yourself from a situation that feels wiggy is one thing and something we should all do. But calling the cops on someone who gives you an uncomfortable feeling but hasn't actually done anything wrong is something else entirely, especially when there's a good chance that person might be treated with violence.
0: You know what, Megan? We couldn't agree more. Excellent point. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Do not call the police on people who are just living their lives. You have to really be aware of where you're coming from because unconscious bias absolutely exists. It's an issue. Whether we want it to or not.
1: Okay, Sarah, let's dive into our segment from the treadmill desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And today it's enjoy the moment. Yes. Totally switching gears yes. from the unconscious bias yes. discussion. Yes. <laughs> okay, we got our show picked up. All we have been talking about on this podcast for months yes. is doing our pilot the fix. Yeah. Will it go? Will it not go? We've had so much angst, so much work, so much drama, you know, all this stuff. And now it is going. It's going to be on ABC mid-season. We are so excited. And we could easily just motor ahead to, oh, my God, we have so much work to do now. What are our due dates? How how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Oh, my God. You know, we could just— Staffing alone is— Yes. yes. Spin out. But we're really— Making a point of enjoying the moment.
0: Yes. Because as you say, the work doesn't end with the pickup. It really just ramps up even more.
1: Yeah. I've been saying it's the thing of, you know, when you win a pie eating contest and the prize is more
0: pie. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. And it definitely feels like we're now just like jumping into a giant pie. Yeah. Um, But we really did take the time to enjoy the moment. And it was made easier by the fact that we got to go to New York for upfronts. So we had a very specific period of time where we could just like
1: celebrate. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, we should explain um, the upfronts happen every year in New York. All the networks have a sort of a time slot and they do a big, fancy presentation, which we'll talk about um, a little bit later um, where they announce the new schedule and they show trailers for all the new shows and that gets advertisers excited and it's how sort of advertisers start figuring out where they're going to buy their ads. So it's a big deal and there's a lot of parties and events surrounding it.
0: And I just want to throw in, you can see the trailer for The Fix yes. if you go, I think, to abc.com and we'll also put a link on our website. Yes, or you can just Google The Fix official trailer. Yes, it's so yeah. exciting. Um, but like this whole upfront time in New York. Itself is really chaotic and hectic and busy. Right. Um, you know, you're you have the actual upfront presentation, then there were like three parties after and parties the next day and you're just like running around New York City. Um, but there were a couple of moments where we really said, "Okay, let's just pause and take a minute here." Yeah. And think about how amazing this is. Yeah, how happy
1: we are that we got to this point. Let's enjoy it. And we did. And we um the nice thing about having a partner, or in this case, we are three of us, you, yes. me and Marcia, is that we're all very interested in this subject. <laughs> so we can really sort of talk endlessly about how great it is. Yeah. And um we all find it very entertaining to savor all the little details and to go over them again and again and talk about it's so hard to get a show on the air. We did it. We did it. We did it. Um, yeah. And that was just so much fun to just savor. Yes, And bask. Really basking. Sometimes you got to bask, Sometimes. people. It's a long road to get a show on the air. And if you don't bask, I mean, you know, why do
0: it? Right. <laughs> and this is something, this is not just a TV writer thing. No. This applies to people everywhere both personally and professionally, we all have these things that we work toward and strive for. I mean, even just a wedding, for example, takes an incredible amount of work and effort to put together. And I can absolutely see a bride and a groom or a bride and a bride and a groom and a groom, like not savoring, or getting to enjoy it. Yes, You know, like you really have to sit in the moment and allow yourself to feel your happiness.
1: Yes. If it's just a work project, if it's a home project like me doing all these renovations, which, granted, Adam did the majority of the work. But nonetheless, you want to take time to enjoy these moments because there are so many um, moments that are difficult to enjoy. Right.
0: (laughs) Every time you sit by your fire pit, I feel feel you have that. I do. I do. (laughs) I must say I love that fire pit.
1: (laughs) Um, and it's good. You know, we talked about it. it's really nice to mark an occasion with something special. Yeah. So for us, it was this trip to New York. Um, but like, you know, if you're a teacher, say, and it's the end of the school year, you could do something to mark the end of the school year, whether that's something simple like getting a massage or whether it's going away for a weekend or whether it's just like sitting with a candle, you know, in your backyard and meditating on the year. It's like if you mark it, it makes it um the sort of ritual of that, I think, makes it more memorable.
0: Yes, because we know there will be many hurdles ahead. Like, mm-hmm. the battle has just begun, yes. really. You know, it's going to be a tremendous amount of work. Yeah. Um, it's going to completely take over our whole lives, and that's great. That's what we want. Yes. Um, but now, at least, we know we have marked our happiness and and really enjoyed the moment, yes, you know, Sarah, we have our motto for
1: um it's a motto for this show and really for our whole career, yeah, and it has been for years, which is it's a fun job, and I enjoy it well, I mean, today it's a fun job, and we enjoy it um, there will be time for um you know, more angst, but that time is not this moment. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, let us know how you enjoy the moment, how you mark, you know, these times in your life when you've gotten to a place where you can stop and enjoy your moment. Um, email us at happierinhollywood at com,
0: or you can always comment in our Facebook group. And up next, we will have a chat with our... Podcast and show, resident psychic, but first an ad break. All right, Liz, now it's time for Take a Hike, in which we talk about mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today it's spiritual health. Yes,
1: we're so excited to be talking to transformational psychic medium Marla Fries. Marla spent 25 years as a successful TV and stage actress, and since devoting herself to her current work, she has appeared as a psychic medium on A&E, Bravo, History Channel, Sci-Fi, TV Land, and Gaia TV's Beyond Belief with George Norrie. Marla is a co-host of Dreamland on UnknownCountry.com, and most recently she appears on YouTube teleconferences with physicist and author Tom Campbell— blending physics with metaphysics to understand the science of how Marla works, making the paranormal normal. She appears in cities and towns across the country, presenting messages with Marla to small and large groups, educating people about their own intuition, connecting them with deceased loved ones, and potentially providing information about any aspect of their lives for their greatest good. Her book, American Psychic, A Spiritual Journey from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven, and Beyond, will be available on Amazon June 5th. And it's fantastic, we can report.
0: And it's available for pre-order now.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) pre-order. So, Marla, welcome. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you here. And we are not skeptics because you have been following The Fix for, like, two years before it was even The Fix. And you are the person who said the whole time— that it was going to happen and was going to come to fruition and be a show. I know. It's
2: exciting to have been able to see this through. It might have been a little bit longer than two years, wow. right?
1: Yes. We had one pilot we did with Marsha, a script um, at for NBC that did not get made. And you had said before that that you thought she was going to have a project on TV, but not this one. It would be something else. And I do think that's part of what made us um, go for another idea with Marsha, because we were like, well, Marla says, like, it's a different idea. Let's go for it. And it (laughs) happened. We got picked up. So thank thank goodness you were right. I'm glad you were tuned into the universe. Well,
2: I really appreciate that. But, you know, it's curious. You know, I work with producers and directors and various people. I mean, I left the acting industry in 2002, but I still am. Tangentially connected, of course, doing the work that I do. Yeah. So when I have the opportunity to look at something for a producer, friends of ours, um, I do. And I can, I don't know. It's just sometimes it's timeline, sometimes it's probability factors, but it's a feeling. And this is what I try and help people with all the time understanding that feeling that is underneath, that is not about fear, that is literally about an intention that you have that feels like, wow, this is good. This feels really good because I often see compromise. It's easy for me to sit down and work with someone and see compromise about their house, their careers, their buildings, you know, their cars, Mm -hmm. even the health of, of an individual.
1: Well, this goes to my question, which is, will you tell us what exactly is a transformational psychic medium? Well, you know,
2: I think that my work is different than a lot of the psychic mediums out there because, well, you read the book. That's one reason. (laughs) And I've spent 18 years in life coaching and 25 years or something in therapeutic studies. So I have a way of feeling things. So I hear, see, and feel information as well as dead people. (laughs) So the the conversation around psychic is, is something that I actually had to address with the title of the book, American Psychic. And I did it because everybody has been writing books about the intuitive intuitive or the empathic Mm -hmm. intuitive and the clairvoyance and all of it, but that's all psychic functioning. So I wanted to address it right up front. And the other thing is, when this all started happening to me, it was Lynn Buchanan, who was one of the U.S. military psychic spies, who basically helped me make sense of all of this when I was going batshit crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Right, which you write about in the book, and it's so fascinating.
2: Well, I'm glad you liked it. Thank you.
0: When did you first know that you had this gift?
2: You know— As a child, I think we're all highly intuitive, Mm -hmm. so there are a few stories in Mm -hmm. the book about how that rolled out. I think it started at 10, 11, but I also had an accident with my horse when I was 14, 15, which basically really threw me because I heard a voice that— came to me right before I had this horse accident, and I knew something was happening because the gear that I was using on the horse was not working properly. There was a thunderstorm. It was it started to rain. I was on a road, and there were... At semis buzzing on my left, and there were there was a fence, um, a barbed wire fence on my right. And when you have an out of control horse, you spin them out. But I couldn't do that, mm. and I thought in my head, okay, there's a there's a pile of shavings, so she's going to run to the barn. She's going to dig her feet in, and I'll probably fly forward into that pile of shavings. And I heard, no, there's no shavings. Dig your feet deep into the stirrups. I was like, okay, okay. And as soon as I got to where the barn was, there were no shavings. They had—they mm. probably had just taken them all away. And that horse did exactly what I thought she was going to do. She stopped. She dug her feet in, and I flew forward. And it's because of that right foot in that mm. stirrup that kept me from flying forward and basically killing myself. Wow. Yeah, It was a, it was very dramatic. But that came clear. And, of course, I've been trying to figure out, you know— All that time, that voice, what was that voice? And it has guided me this entire time.
0: And you write in the book, you say, and I hear in the way that I hear. Yes. And is it literally a voice or is it like a sensation or awareness?
2: It literally was a voice that day. Yeah, it was so strong. It really, it snapped me out of my consciousness i yeah. literally can feel exactly how that was how that was happening even today it was so dramatic but as you ask about the voice you know it happened to be later on when i started talking to dead people that the voice that came in which i didn't even believe in by the way <laughs> that voice those voices sounded different. They came in with a different kind of personality.
1: Mm. And to me what you do does feel as much like therapy having yeah. worked with you a little bit about this show. Um it's as much like therapy as a psychic reading or what I would traditionally think of as a psychic reading and and so what is that? You too cuz you hear voices as you said from dead people. But then you also seem to intuit things about the people in front of you. Right. And, um, like, I don't know, what what causes what? Do you think it's just what the person needs at the time? Well, exactly,
2: Liz. Actually, um, my intention when I work with someone or a group of people is to offer information for your highest good. Okay. And that is the resonance that I hold. And that's how people actually come to me. So when I sit down to work with someone, and I'm glad you mentioned the therapy part this is what makes it transformational. This is what makes it different. There's a way that the information is delivered to me that's so benevolent and loving and gentle. And yet, as you've worked with me before, it's not so gentle sometimes. Mm. You know, there is a, um, a push about information that you need to know, that you need to hear. But it it's deep. It's rich. It's you know, some people are, are gifted in this work with knowing names and, and of course, lineage of people. But I surrender to information for what is best for you. And I don't really know what that is. I just surrender to that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You will express a strong opinion. Someone we were with was thinking about a work project. And you, I won't go into details, but you felt very strongly that that person should not pursue the project. And I thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, I have to tell you what I feel. You know, it's not that I'm right all the time. It's just that I can see the probability factors and I see levels of information. So I can go down that road and explain exactly why that happens. And some people are
0: are sort of shocked because how in, how in the
2: world would I know this?
0: Yeah, we experienced some of the kind of therapy of your um process with Liz. We talked about it a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago um, when you came into our office and Liz was feeling super stressed mm-hmm. and you did this whole like thing with her body and then you left and Liz was like, I actually do feel better. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Well, you know,
2: I, I talked a little bit to you and I saw certain yeah. things, but you know, sometimes when I do work in person with someone, I have an opportunity to adjust some energetics, so that's what we did.
0: (laughs) But you do more than work with people who are stressed about their television (laughs) pilots. (laughs)
2: Um, Well, this was a wonderful opportunity, and I'm thrilled that
0: we got to do it. And we were certainly grateful.
1: Um, And do you think, Marla, that we all have psychic ability if we tapped into it? Absolutely. You do? Oh,
2: absolutely. This—look— As mothers, as wives, as friends, you have a great deal of intuition, but your own fears, your own pathologies, your own brain patterning gets in the way of actually accessing it. Mm.
1: I always say to Sarah that I have a sixth sense because I think it's because I have, I'm very sensitive to other people's Mm -hmm. dynamics, so I can kind of like unconsciously see how these dynamics are going to play out over the next six months and get to a result. Yes. Um, so that's what I think of as my sixth sense. Yeah. I often say, what does your gut
0: say? What does your gut say? Yeah. Yeah. Is. yeah.
1: Well, that's part of it.
2: The, the, interesting aspect of being able to access that information that you're talking about Liz is an empathic quality and people that are empathic need boundaries mm. so you have to be able to cut yourself off from inf- or from situations which might not be even helpful for you to go down that road because it spins our own fears right
1: hmm. interesting so, maybe so this is connected careful. to your anxiety maybe yeah. it
2: is well I think I think that partially that's why I'm bringing this up because it literally is a boundary and Um, there are things that, because I feel things in my body and I'm deeply sensitive that way, it's one of the elements that when I'm bringing in a deceased loved one, I can sort of feel how they died or I can feel things that were going on inside of their bodies or they will show me something about you inside my body that I need to say, you got that knee problem, you know, that hip (laughs) issue. Oh, when I was working with you, Liz, I could feel your gut. Mm -hmm. right? But I have to be able to you know, disengage from that.
1: Right. Because
2: you can't take
1: someone's pain with you.
2: It's not a good idea. Yeah. But, you know, when you read the book, you'll see why, of course, I am so empathic in that way. It was surviving my mother and her pathology that made me so intuitive. That's what heightened my sensibilities.
1: Yeah. And that's interesting that such, you know, pain and what you went through, which was really tough, was also the source of your gift. Yes. So that's got to be kind of a, you know, mind fuck to say, for lack
0: of a better word. <laughs> well, you know,
2: by the end of the book, you'll see um, the blessing of that mindfuck mm-hmm. and the forgiveness of it, mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah, I have to say, I was—I'm not going to give anything away. I was weeping mm. at the end of the book. It, it's um, really beautiful and very powerful. Um, so, Thank you. Thank anyway, you so it was much, a Sarah. a real— Pleasure to read it. Painful,
2: um, in some parts. Yeah. Look, I tried to keep enough sex in it to keep other people <laughs> uh, interested.
0: <yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and was it
2: cathartic for you to write American Psychic? You know what? I had the greatest time. I loved it. Yeah, it was cathartic, and there were places that got very uncomfortable. But you've got a, I've got a host of therapists and mm-hmm. friends to assist me <laughs> through that. So, but I think, as you probably realize, I wrote it not just as a cathartic experience it's for it's for people Mm -hmm. to help them you go on a ride right
0: yeah well marla obviously we have to ask you about what you see in the future for the fix
2: (laughs) all right well let me get into my mode all right look you're gonna have a great time with this but you really do have to have a great time that's Mm -hmm. the point
0: We keep telling ourselves that. And I I think that will be easy on this project because there is so much story to tell and we have the greatest writing staff we could ever imagine. Like, I really do think it's going to be fun.
2: Well, you know, I was thinking about this the other day when when I was looking at a couple of posts on Instagram from Marsha and and what came into my mind is that that dynamic that happened in her life had to be retold. Mm -hmm. And it had to give... Um, room and breath for all of us who were so interested in that particular part of her life. So it's giving new life to, to a situation to help other people because all of us that were, I mean, I worked that case. yeah So um, all of us didn't understand why it happened this way, but this gives more room for it and more education and more help for both sides of, of the dilemma. facing this conversation.
1: Yeah. And we say it's an emotional truth that we're getting at. You know, obviously our details are, it's not that case. It's inspired by that case. But the emotional truth of what Marsha went through is something that we want to, you know, help her communicate because we think it is just so compelling and also so timely. Yeah, exactly. That's
2: exactly what I thought. And the dynamic of waiting this long to have this, you know, birth, so Mm -hmm. to speak, it's the perfect timing. So we have to keep trusting this. Mm -hmm. That's another thing with you guys. It's trusting Mm. the process. Trust the process. And remember, maybe
0: that's a new motto. We were just saying we needed a show mantra. Trust yes. the
2: process. <laughs> Trust and bring process. Marla in for, you know, yes. a little reboots. Exactly, yes. Reboots. Boots. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we, you know, you're we the fixes resident psychic, so oh, we're going <laughs> to have to have you Oh, I love consult. that.
2: All <laughs> right. You, she said it. I'm taking that <laughs> one to the bank. That's great.
1: And Marla, before we let you go, you have a great offer for our listeners that we wanted you to talk about. Yes. Do you know about Gaia? Well, we know from you, but okay, it it it. is a lot.
2: It's the streaming video on demand company, and it's just like Netflix, and but their content is designed designed to raise your consciousness. Mm. So they have partnered with me on the launch of the book, which is quite amazing. Yeah, you you're not going to get this offer anyplace else. But if you go to Amazon and pre order, or if you've already done that, American Psychic, there is a link to where you can get two free weeks of Gaia. That's like 8,000 other consciousness-expanding videos, and they have apps for phones, tablets, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Prime, and more. You're just going to love this. So you get to explore Gaia for two free weeks. I did a a great show, George Norrie's Beyond Belief, and my episode is... um, helping the dead move on mm. and that's really wonderful to watch and it gives you more context around the book and everything like that but this is about truth seeking spirituality personal development wellness environmental stuff and all that space exploration and UFOs uh,
0: so, oh yeah there's a whole thing in the book about UFOs <laughs> we didn't even get into that but it's like must I have read. To read the book for okay,
2: that okay so here is the here's the address there's a link that you can go to and it's american dash psychic.com. That's American hyphen psychic.com. And you can click on a link to buy the book on Amazon. Or if you've already bought the book on Amazon, you can redeem your gift from Gaia.
1: Oh, fantastic. That's super Great. cool. And Marla, everyone needs to read your book, American Psychic. And if people here in Los Angeles want to consult with you, do you have a website they yes. can go to?
2: Yes. MarlaFreeze.com. All right. Excellent.
0: freeze MarlaFreeze. F-R-E-E-S. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much for for being being here. We always say things in tandem. Yes. (laughs) We're psychically connected. You are. (laughs) Okay, Liz, this week's Hollywood Hack. It's time for the Hollywood Hack, which is stay 10 more minutes. Yes.
1: We discovered this hack recently when we were, as we've been talking about, um, at Upfronts in New York because we did have a lot of events to go to. Yes. And um, one night we were at our fourth event, which is a lot for us. We had been to the actual Upfronts. We'd gone to a reception after the Upfronts. Then we had gone to this amazing um, dinner um, with our agency, WME, at Peter Luger's in Brooklyn And then we were at um, a party hosted by ABC Casting. So, I mean, it was a lot of events. And my feet were killing me because, you know, I have to wear non-sensible shoes. (laughs) Yes, I
0: shockingly found cute, sensible shoes. So I was wearing those. I was so jealous. still... Four events is about three too many for me. Yeah. Um. So it was like the end of a long night, and I was really ready to go. You were really ready to go, but you said.
1: I said, let's stay 10 more minutes. I just felt that was the right thing to do. And those 10 minutes ended up being some of the best 10 minutes of our entire week in New York.
0: They really were. I totally (laughs) resisted. I, like, dragged my way into the 10 minutes. I was like, okay, fine. But I was like, had a clock on it. Yeah. We ended up seeing (laughs) one
1: of our favorite people, Liz Friedlander. Yep.
0: Who's a director. Who's a director. She directed The Rookie for ABC this year, which got picked up. Yes, she did. Um, and then
1: we saw we talked to all of these executives who had really helped so much um, cheerlead for our show. And, and have been there since the very beginning of the process. Yes, and since before the beginning of the process. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we really wanted to connect with them and say thank you. And um, it just turned out that sort of everybody um, coalesced at that moment. Yeah. So had we left, we wouldn't have done that.
0: Yes. And I am the person who always wants to leave. So I think particularly for me, that was a real lesson. Mm. Um, So that's it. Stay 10 more minutes. And what's great about it, Sarah, is that even if it doesn't
1: turn out to be an amazing (laughs) 10 minutes, it's only 10 minutes. So even if it's the worst 10 minutes, you know, it's over quickly. Exactly. Then you're out of there. So we've decided we're always going to stay 10 more minutes and so should you. Let the magic happen. Next up, we'll talk about all the celebrity sightings we had in New York. So many. But first, a word from our sponsor. Okay, Sarah, it's time for a celebrity sighting, or should I say celebrity sightings? It was crazy. Plural. Um, when we were in New York, we saw so
0: many celebrities. <laughs> Especially TV celebrities. Okay. Yes. So we, at Upfronts, so we had these insane seats, like three rows back at Lincoln Center. Um, and on the stage, suddenly in front of us is Roseanne Barr. Yes.
1: So that was very exciting.
0: I don't like see. her politics, but she's pretty cool. But aside she's from that. a
1: very talented woman. She is. Um, and I love Roseanne. I mean, I loved, I've love i always loved the show. The show's great. Um, so should I just read some of these names? Yes. Go for it. Uh, we saw Jimmy Kimmel. We saw Ryan Seacrest, who, you know, I always believe is a great (laughs) underestimated talent. um, Not that he doesn't get compensated well for his talent, but I
0: don't think he's appreciated enough. Uh, Robin Roberts, George Stephanopoulos. Anthony Anderson, which was really fun because we worked with him on The Shield, so we got to talk to him at one of the parties. Yeah, about his character on The Shield, Antoine Mitchell. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, Nathan
1: Fillion. Freddie Highmore, who's the star of The Good Doctor, which I think is like the number one drama on television.
0: We were on the plane with Faith Ford, who's Corky and and the old and the new Murphy Brown. Yes. I can't wait for the return of Corky
1: Sherwood to television. Can't
0: wait. Uh, Michael Weatherly. Yes. He
1: was on our flight. um, And he's, of course, a huge TV star, has been for Forever. You know, Fifteen years. David Allen Greer. Uh we saw Julie Chen. Okay, Sarah. I am know. still kicking myself. You know I, know, I love Julie Chen. I am obsessed with Julie Chen. I'm gonna I be hearing about
0: this for years. Julie
1: Chen, I was right there in this and I did not say like, I love you, will you take a selfie with me? I just couldn't muster it. I really wanted to. And I just and I'm sure she would have been completely gracious. I'm sure she would have been very nice. Um, but I just Didn't have the gumption. So, anyway, Julie Chen remains someone I need to go up and ask, um, you know, to do a selfie with me. Someday, Liz. Someone Someday you'll get there. Of course, Sarah, we also had a lot of our cast there, and they're all celebrities, but we have decided we are going to um, recuse them from our celebrity sighting segment (laughs) because— Otherwise, every week it's going to be like, oh, we saw those people yeah. again. Oh, we are going to them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they are all wonderful celebrities, but um, to us, they're, they're just people.
0: They're our colleagues.
1: They're they. our colleagues, yeah. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already.
0: A very special thanks to Marla Freeze for joining us today. Her book, American Psychic, will be available on Amazon June 5th, but is available for pre-order now. Thanks to our producer, the amazing Chuck Reed from Sancola Sound. Thanks to the awesome ad team at Panoply. Thank you to our assistant, Mary Merkins, for helping us juggle the insanity that is our lives. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz
1: Craft, and Sarah is at S. Fane. We also, as we mentioned, have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Kraft. Thanks for joining us. It is a fun job. And we enjoy it. So Sarah, what do you think our staff is gonna think if we bring Marla in to work with them to <laughs> for to ensure the
0: success of the fix? You know what? We're gonna find out. <laughs> That'll be a fun morning. Yes, it will. <laughs>